There are times I wish I didn't have to do this podcast, only because sometimes there isn't a lot of fun things to talk about. Sometimes the coin flips and all the news is either somber or outright infuriating. But we press on. I'm Jake Alexander, and this is the Tweakwell Podcast. So what's up everybody? No intro music, but welcome to the podcast. Anyway, welcome to a new episode of the Tweakle Podcast. You know who I am. Just for in case you don't know, I'm Jake Alexander, the voice in the void, the lone wolf, your favorite host with a lisp. I am uh I'm happy to be back. It's just been a trying week. And uh I am trying I am I am trying my very best to to get through the rest of this week. <laughs> it's just been one wacky thing after another, um, out in the nerdy world and right here in my own personal life. I'm just, I'm just off a bit. So we are going to do everything possible to keep this episode very short. I know I always say that and the episodes wind up being 30 or 40 minutes long. Uh, but that's, that's kind of short for us. Let's be for real. We've done one hour and two hour episodes before. So 30, 40 minutes isn't bad, but I'm going to try to keep it under 30 minutes as well. Um, yeah, like, like I said, this has been a bad week on uh, just geeky side of things and on the personal note but i'm pressing on anyway uh so today we're just going to do a little bit of news and i'm going to take one of those stories and expound on it a little bit and then we're going to have the weekend watch list and we're going to get the hell out of here so without further ado let's get started so let's kick off the news this week saying uh our fond farewells and rest in peace to a trio of names uh vin scully Bill Russell and Nichelle Nichols. Now, if you are a baseball fan, you know the name Vin Scully. Um, I am a big baseball fan, but for you non-baseball fans out there, uh, Vin Scully is the longtime uh, Los Angeles Dodgers um, radio announcer. He did the color. He did the color commentary and the play-by-play for 67 seasons. He had 67 years, people. One man, one job, one voice for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, he, was in, he got inducted to the Baseball Hall of Fame in 82, the Radio Hall of Fame in 95. He was voted the top sports uh, caster of the century in 2009. Um, he's been immortalized in Dodger Stadium with the press box being named after him. Uh, if you know anything about baseball, you know the name Vince Gully. He passed away not too long ago. They just did a book about his life and about his, um, his baseball knowledge and whatnot. So I'm going to have to go pick that up. Uh, Bill Russell, if you don't know anything about basketball, Bill Russell has 11 NBA titles. He won two of those titles, being a player and a head coach at the same time. And he has an Olympic gold medal uh, that he won in 1956. Um, uh, it, when it comes to the NBA, he's on the Mount Rushmore, in my opinion, of, of one of the four greatest of all time, wherever you want to put him. Um, he's very in, he was very influential in the civil rights movement. Um, what he said about him, to me, as far as the GOAT in basketball, I know a lot of people want to say LeBron, Kobe, Michael Jordan, this, that, and the other. To me, Bill Russell is the GOAT, the number one. If you're telling me that winning is the thing, who more than Bill Russell exemplified winning with 11 titles? I mean, two of them while he was the head coach of the team at the same time. I mean, come on. He still holds uh, uh, records at the University of San Francisco in the high jump and a couple of other sports. The man was just phenomenal athlete and of course Michelle Nichols we all know she played Lieutenant uh, Nyota Uhura on the original Star Trek series um, 
and actually in all the films that followed as well um she's part of the first interracial kiss in television history with william shatner he played captain kirk um she was a true pioneer for women and african americans in television and sci-fi in general um and besides being just a really good actor she was also a, a classically trained ballet dancer and she was a very talented singer as well i don't think too many people noticed, uh, knew that um outside of playing uhura my favorite role of hers is uh when she played dorinda in the movie truck turner it's a classic black exploitation flick and she was completely hilarious and completely believable um playing the number one uh the number one chick holding down all the other hoes and keeping them in line when, when truck wasn't around if you've never seen the movie watch it and watch her and watch her performance it was just fantastic um bill russell was 88 um uh, nichelle nichols was 89 and uh i want to say vince scully was 94 95 one of the other um long lives uh they did so much and so you know my, my heart goes to their family and their friends and everybody that has to deal with it um so the news just goes from the absolute worst to just plain old bad uh britney griner we know she's been in uh, in custody in a Russian prison uh, for a hundred and some odd days. I want to say about four or five months or something like that. Uh, it's been quite a while. Um, she just got found guilty in a Russian court Thursday morning. She was sentenced to nine years of all places, not just to prison, but in a penal colony. Uh, if you know anything about Russian uh, society, their penal colonies are in one place, Siberia. It's up in the Arctic, folk, right, right where the country starts to touch the Arctic Circle. That's where their penal colonies are. Did you see Black Widow? Remember the one that they broke uh, their dad out of? Yeah, that's pretty much where they're sending her right now. Um, this is, uh, excuse my language, if, and you don't have to excuse my language if not. This is pure bullshit, but I'm not going to go into it right now. In the next segment, in the next story, we're going to talk about that later. I'm going to go into detail about why I think it's pure bullshit. Um, just more silly news, more bad news for the nerds out there. Uh, Warner Discovery. So they're trying to just burn it all down. What the hell we're trying to? They're just burning it all down. Um, so coming out of San Diego Comic Con, we all know that everything that had to do with DC was a big disappointment. I talked about that last week. If you didn't hear my thoughts on everything from that, go back and listen to last week's episode. Um, but not not much, not so much for this past week. Not, nothing has gotten any better. So um, when Warner and Discovery merged back in, I want to say it was back in April, late April, um, the expectations were that so many of the DC projects would be finished and a couple of them would be going to hbo max and going to the theaters or vice versa one or the other and it looked like um dc was was getting ready to you know do something they were getting ready to throw some punches and some haymakers back in marvel i, I talked about it last week they had so many things coming down the pipeline and that they didn't announce anything i thought it was so weird and so many other people thought it was so weird but i guess maybe this is why um, so their new CEO, the new chief CEO, uh, David Zaslav, he elaborated upon everything going on in DC. Uh, one of the first things he said is Batgirl got, is getting canceled. Yeah, that movie that everybody was looking forward to. They they just he just said that nah, we're not going to launch it. So actually, the exact quote from uh, David Zaslav, he says, "We're not going to launch a movie until it's ready." And he added on that we're not going to launch a movie just to make a quarter and we're not going to put a movie out unless we believe in it. So everything DC related is now on the chopping block except for Shazam and Black Adam. Those are the only two movies that are concerned that have been confirmed that nothing's changing about them. Everything else is said to either be canceled or on the chopping block 
nobody knows what what's going to happen um so like i just said before batgirl got canceled that got the axe um thursday morning uh no i'm sorry wednesday wednesday night going into thursday morning batgirl got the axe and it was reportedly near finishing and it had already cost 90 million dollars so yeah they put 90 million dollars into a movie just to axe it right when they get right close to the finish line Ed, okay it's not my money and i don't know what they're doing um supergirl also they had a film in the pipeline getting ready to get started nope that got axed just last night um blue beetle now they announced blue beetle last year right remember remember that dc fandom they announced blue beetle that's now on being halted and there is no word there's no word not just when it will resume if it will be resumed at all um, they had an animated film called School Holiday Haunt. That is just now just flat canceled. There's a Green Lantern show that was going directly to HBO Max. It's going to be a series. <laughs> Dead. Gone. Um, they had a uh, HBO Max already had a pretty popular sci-fi dark comedy series called Made for Love. It just got done with its second season. That's been canceled. It was headed to its third season. They were already talking about running it back. And now that's gone. That's just out. Um, also on the chopping block, Michael Keaton's future as Bruce Wayne Batman beyond the Flash movie. So he's going to be in the Flash movie. That's that's already set in stone. Now, the, what's in question is how much is he going to be in the Flash movie now? Because it looks like they're going to cut a lot of them out of that film that they've already finished. And beyond that, there's a good chance that he won't ever come back in any that... Um, that version of Bruce Wayne, Michael Keaton's version of Bruce Wayne Batman will ever come back in any form whatsoever in any projects going forward. Now, the Flash movie is still coming out, but with Ezra Miller continuously getting in trouble, there's no telling if Zaslav won't just say, the hell with it, we'll bite the bullet for $200 million, we're not releasing this film. Considering everything else, you just never know what this guy is going to be up to. Zaslav is taking an axe to everything that's been set in stone so far um james gunn however has reassured fans that peacemaker is safe for now and i have to stress for now because there is nothing written in stone about it not going anywhere zaslav has already said point blank that everything is being looked at um and the, the, this entire thing is basically because they're trying to cut i want to say three or four million dollars out of their budget and from their ledger after the after they've merged with warner brothers this is all on the discovery side um honestly to me it just looks like they're just this is a big backlash against minority-led projects because even um i want to say like black adam and shazam those are white led but they have minority directors um we know batgirl and supergirl i mean well batgirl is a woman a black woman afro-latina and it has two Middle Eastern gentlemen running the show. Um, Supergirl was pretty much the same thing. Yes, white lead, but minority-led, you know, uh, production team and this, that, and the other. Blue Beetle, we already know that was going to be um, a Latino as the superhero, and that's getting cut. Um, Spoob Holiday Haunt actually had two minorities on the on the voice cast. Two of the central characters were minority. I, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. HBO Max and and uh, Discovery Plus, the two streaming sites, are going to merge, and that will be completed sometime next year. Um, so here's two things I'm thinking that's going to come out of all of that. Everything that has to do with Warner, 
and everything David Zaslav has announced. When those streaming sites merge, I guarantee you it's going to be more expensive. I have HBO Max. I don't have Discovery Plus. I don't. There's nothing on Discovery Plus for me to watch that I actually like. Um, HBO Max costs me ten bucks a month because I have it through my phone, my cell phone company. Now, if you just get it, you just be getting it on one of your streaming platform TVs or whatever, it'd probably cost you about fifteen bucks a month, guaranteed, guaranteed. After they merge, it's going to hit twenty bucks, or it's going to be right up there with Netflix, which is a bad idea because Netflix has way more stuff than HBO Max and Disney Plus combined. So, but they're going to charge you a hell of a lot more for it. And the other thing is, there's going to be a huge backlash, not just against DC, but there's going to be a huge backlash against whatever that streaming, that new merged streaming site is uh, called uh, later on down the line. And people are really going to say, oh, the hell with that. You took everything else away. I don't want to see the rest of this shit. I don't want your new streaming site. But however that goes, that's between them. I don't, I don't know what David's ass left is up to. It, it looks like he's just literally trying to burn the entire uh, DC everything down. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, next in the news, Amber Heard filed for bankruptcy. Yeah, that happened. Moving on. I did. She lost the case. She ain't got the money. She filed for bankruptcy. I just thought that was just out there. That was just out there. <laughs> I, had to, I, had to, I had to say something about it. Um, let's try to end this news on an update. So we all know that the Netflix series of Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Punisher, Defenders, Daredevil, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, all of those wound up on Disney Plus after Netflix lost the licensing for them, this, that, and the other, whatever. Um, we never got a word on who was going to return to their roles until a few weeks ago when we found out, yes, Daredevil is going to return. It will be Charlie Cox. Well, we kind of knew that way back with Spider-Man, but they hadn't announced it, but they did announce it that Charlie Cox was going to return. But now we're getting word that all of them are just going to return and they're all going to get new seasons and new shows going forward. Um, the latest one now that's going to return and is now being announced, well, it hasn't been officially announced, but the source is telling us that they're going to announce it soon, is that John Berthnall will return as the Punisher. Now, the good thing about this is, it's not just that John Berthnall is returning as the Punisher, it's the fact that he's getting his all-new series, right? 18 episodes, and it will still be rated TVMA, which TVMA means not suitable, not suitable for anybody less than 17 years old. And it's still going to be on Disney Plus. So that sounds a hell of a lot like they did with Daredevil. So if Daredevil is going to be TVMA at 18 episodes, Punisher is soon to be announced. 18 episodes TVMA. I'm pretty sure that's exactly where they're going to lead uh, Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. I don't know if uh, Iron Fist is going to get the same treatment, but I got a feeling that they're going to. And that's good because there are other Marvel properties out there that just can't survive and thrive with, um, you know, they have to be mature. They have to be for mature audiences. You won't be able to do them as family friendly and they have the, the punctuation, the oomph that they need. They need to be TVMA and it looks like they're going to have a lot of stuff on Disney Plus that is TVMA that's not for kids. It is geared toward uh 
high high age teenagers or, or you know younger adults or whichever way you want to call it um and i'm excited about that i'm i'm really happy to see uh anything uh for the punisher return i'm really excited to see john bernard return um and as the punisher and the fact that it's going to be tvma that's perfect that's exactly what it needs to be and i'm really happy for that uh that's all the news don't forget to check the uh ig page for other stuff and keep up with my shenanigans on there because i like to have fun on there i don't just post news on there i like to have fun with stuff uh you might see some of the tiktoks on there you might see other stuff who knows uh but besides that i'm gonna take a break go grab me some coffee when i come back i'm gonna talk about this whole Britney grinder deal okay so i am going to do my very best to keep this as short and as sweet as possible because i don't want to drag this out because the longer i drag this out the more angry i'm going to get and i don't really want to be very angry going into the weekend so this entire situation with britney Griner can be summed up in two words pure bullshit it really is and i don't want you to get the idea that i am uh, releasing her from any responsibility whatsoever i'm not so when you look at the facts of the case and look at everything that has happened in the past not just with her but with other americans that have been arrested for the exact same thing you'll understand why i call it pure bullshit well it's something else besides pure bullshit and i'll get to that in a second so look at the facts Brittany griner had less than one gram of cannabis oil inside of a canister you know she uses it in a vape pen she was never using it in russia she knows not to use it in russia she has been going there for the past eight to nine years to play basketball many of the WNBA stars have hell many nba stars have they know the rules they keep the nose clean they play ball they come get paid they come home it's nothing new she admittedly brought it into the country by accident she was using it in amsterdam before coming into russia forgot to dispose of it before she left amsterdam it was a total accident but she even admitted that it was an accident and therefore she took responsibility for her actions which she should be applauded for now i'm not saying that what she did should have been looked at as oh it's just an accident you know the rules you know slap on the wrist go home because this is Russia we're talking about. They don't do that anyway. But sentencing her to nine years in a penal colony is bullshit. For two reasons. One, this is the same person who's been going over to Russia to play basketball as a gesture of goodwill between our two countries. But like I said, damn near a decade, eight to nine years. You act, the, the, the idea that this is some hardened criminal trying to smuggle drugs into the country to distribute, which is what she was charged with. She was charged with trafficking, you know, possession with intent to distribute. That's trafficking. It's nonsense. Especially after it was found, she admittedly said exactly what it was and said, hey, this is an accident. Didn't mean to bring that. If you want to, you can take it and throw it away. I'm, I'm cool with that. I, I don't want it. It's not like she's not known. Everybody in Russia knows her. And then when you go back to 2019, Audrey, Audrey Labar, Lazar, I can't, I can't remember her first name. White woman gets caught going from the United States 
into Russia with 19 grams. That's two-thirds of an ounce of marijuana. Not oil, marijuana. Straight up weed. And she only served a month in jail while waiting trial. Then was released from custody and from any type of anything else. And only fined $235. And she was home a month later. Now, when you put all that together, you start to see why I call it pure bullshit. But this is really going, what's really going on right now is, has nothing to do with rules of the, rules of the land. Not, this isn't our rules versus their rules, and they should abide by our rules, and they should understand. None of that. What's going on is political theater. This is a chess game between Russia and the United States. And Brittany Griner is the pawn on the board. Now make no mistake about it. She'll get released at in some time soon. Before the year is over, I would I would suspect. She'll get released. She'll be back home. But it's going to take one hell of a of a pin stroke and massive concessions on the side of the United States in order to get it done. Because that's what Russia wants. Because see, when the whole Russia invading Ukraine thing jumped off. The first people to run run to the podium and say this is wrong, you shouldn't be doing this was Joe Biden in the United States. And the moment he did that, he put every single person from the United States going into Russia and into any land that where Russia has allies, they put a target on our backs. That's just the full on truth about it. I don't like it. I get it. I, I totally get it. I understand the fight between Russia and the United States and everybody that's having to deal with the, the war invasion of the Ukraine by Russia. I get it all. But to use this woman, to use this black woman as a pawn on a chessboard in which, let's be quite honest, even if they say we do a prisoner swap, like Biden's Biden's administration has tried to do thus far. Even if they do a prisoner swap, nobody's really going to get anything. Yes, Brittany Griner gets to come home, and they are going to uh, trade some arms dealer that some Russian arms dealer that they have in their custody, the United States. Well, if they're going to trade him, obviously they've gotten every piece of information out of him that they possibly can. Right. We know that they torture people. This is new. They we they got caught torturing people in Guantanamo Bay down in Cuba just a few years ago. So we know the United States is still out there torturing people. So nobody's gonna win. The only person that gets something that they should get is Brittany Griner gets to come home. The question now is how fast can they get it done? And I don't care who they have to send back. They need to get this done as fast as possible. Because the longer Brittany Griner remains in custody, it's not that her freedom is at stake, it's her life. Because we're talking about an American. We're talking about a woman. We're talking about we're talking about a gay woman in a Russian prison in a country that hates Americans, really doesn't like women, really don't like black people, and truly despise gay people. Her life is in danger not just her freedom. And I pray to God that they do something as soon as possible to get her out of there and get her home. I'll take a break. I'll be right back with the last call. 
Well, that episode was very depressing, wasn't it? There's <laughs> not a lot of fun stuff this week, like I said at the very top of the episode, but it's okay. We are going to press on, we are going to get through it, and we're going to have one hell of a weekend. I know we are. It's going to be a good weekend. It's raining around here at the ball, but it's okay. Not all the plants need water, everybody needs water, so we're going to have us a good weekend. I know we're going to have us a good weekend. I know you're going to have a good weekend. I want you to take care of yourself, drink your water, stay hydrated, uh, do some exercise, you know, get that blood pressure and that diabetes up on you. Do, do something, get, you know, uh, do some work around the house, hang out with your family and your friends, be good to yourself, be good to each other, um, and enjoy the, enjoy the weekend watch list. I got a really good watch list this week. We got some really good stuff. So, um, for our film pick, Prey on Hulu, um, I am so looking forward to this. It is an overall prequel to the entire Predator franchise. Uh, this one is set in the Comanche um, First Nation 300 years ago. It stars Amber Mid-Thunder as Naru. Um, it's going to be good. I didn't, when they announced it, I didn't know that this was supposed to be a prequel to the Predator franchise. And then I found out that it was. And it's like, oh, oh, wow. Okay, cool. So, so this is, I think this is our first uh, Predator film, just straight up Predator film in about, eh, probably about five or six years, something like that. Uh, but yeah, that's going to be good. That's on Hulu. Um, our series pick. Netflix, The Sandman. Now, this is a comic book series. If you've never read The Sandman, it's going to be very weird. But if you've read Sandman, I believe this is going to set the tone going forward for comic book properties to be done in series and movies going forward. Um, the Sandman is such a damn good series, comic book series. Neil Gaiman is at pretty much at his very best. Uh, it's his seminal work. It's the one that you judge everything else Neil Gaiman against. But Sandman is fucking fantastic. I own, I got all the comic books right here in the vault with me. Um, they're all wrapped up. I'm not even going to touch them anymore to read them and try to um, uh, compare them to the series. I just can't. I'm going to enjoy the series. Um, I'm going to say, if you've ever seen American Gods, this is going to be very American God-ish. It's not going to be exactly like that, but it's going to have a lot of a lot of the tone and a lot of the you know, a lot of the storytelling is going to be kind of like American Gods, I think. But it's the Sandman is going to be fantastic. I know it is. That's on Netflix. Uh, it's ten episodes, and all ten episodes are out right now. Uh, our animation pick usually is anime, but I want to just start changing this to animation because sometimes you might watch. Who knows? Uh, but our animation pick this week um, over on what was it? Is it on? It's on HBO Max. It is. Uh, it's called DC Show DC Showcase Shorts. Try saying that three times fast. Constantine. Um, the House of Mystery. So it's four short films. Uh, it's a grand total of about an hour and 20 minutes between all four. Uh, you get a short Constantine, uh, Commandy. Um, if you've never seen, if you don't know nothing about Commandy, just watch it and you, you may enjoy it enough to want to go read the comic. Um, the Losers. Yes, that is a comic. It's the, the movie. Remember The Losers? Yeah, it's kind of basic. Um, um, yeah, The Losers. And there's a Blue Beetle one. Blue Beetle one is uh, Ted Cord. It won't be uh, Jaime Reyes. It'll be the uh, the OG uh, OG Blue Beetle with Ted Cord. Um, but yeah, you get all four of those and a buck twenty. Um, hopefully, it'll get the taste out of everything Warner Discovery is doing and all these cancellations or out of our mouths. Hopefully, Let's cross our fingers, <laughs> right? Um, and our nostalgia pick. I actually got two. I wrote down one, but I got one in my head. So we're gonna have two nostalgia picks. So the OG Spider-Man is on Netflix. The one from uh, two thousand two. 
20 years later i want to see if it still holds up as, as one of the better uh spider-man films that they've done since that first one um i'm thinking it will because toby mcguire was just that damn good even as bad as that third movie was toby mcguire was still but that's over on uh, Netflix. And Last Action Hero. I know it's a ridiculous movie. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger, so it's supposed to be a ridiculous movie. But it's really good action, really good fun, really good art, a lot of laughs. So I'm going to watch that. That's on Pluto TV. If you didn't know, Pluto TV is actually free, uh, just like uh, like Tubi. And they do have a lot of good stuff. Don't get me wrong. They have a lot of really B flicks that aren't really good, but they have a lot of really good stuff. So download both those apps and watch it and enjoy it. Um, Pluto TV especially because they run Dragon Ball Z, Yu-Gi-Oh, Naruto, and some other anime. I forgot what it was. But they run those around the clock every day, all day. So if you've missed some episodes at some point or if you've never seen any of them and you want to see them, now you can see them for free. You don't have to, you know, subscribe to somewhere or chase down episodes on YouTube or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's all of our all of our uh, watch lists. Get, enjoy the watch list. If it's raining where it's at, just like you Kick it, kick it at the crib. Go through the watch list. Enjoy yourselves. Um, but I'm about to get out of here. Thank you for tuning in. Like I said, I was keeping this episode short because it wasn't a lot of good news. And I don't want to bum you out going into the weekend. Um, but for my producer, Nikki Rev, for everybody in the vault, for Willie, I know you're out there listening, my man. I'll catch you later. Um, I say the same thing to you. I say every single time we sign off. God bless. I love you. And peace. See you next time.